0: Hey, welcome back. to your listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel. Hey, thank you for texting in and calling. Just had a wonderful conversation with a listener. I love hearing from you. So jump on into our text line this morning. 850-437-1620. About every other week. Our wonderful friend Sarah Whitfield, the public information officer with Santa Rosa County, sends us somebody to update us on what's going on. A couple weeks ago, we got to find out all the fun things happening at the library. So many fun things. If you don't know, go to santarosa.fl.gov for all the information so you can have some fun this holiday season. Lots of free fun happening in Santa Rosa County. But we also know that uh, after hanging out with Sarah and Brittany on Friday during Frisky Friday, we still have animals um, that are needing adoption, but we also kind of have to maybe step back And rethink when to call animal control, what to do if you need animal control. So we're going to walk through that this morning over the next 20 minutes. We have um, Adam Pennell. He is an ACO2 with animal control in Santa Rosa County. Good morning. Welcome to the panel.
1: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: And so, Adam, uh, tell me a little bit more about yourself, how long you've been uh, with animal control.
1: Um, I've been here for probably about a good, uh, three and a half years, uh, started back in 2019 toward the end of the year. And I kind of got into it after I got out of law enforcement, I was in law enforcement for right at about 12 and a half to 15 years, give or take. Um, so, you know, a friend had suggested it and said, Hey, why don't you come over here and, and try out over here and work over here and see what you can do with the community for Santa Rosa. And I kind of took a liking to it right off the bat.
0: Okay, so, so you do like it. Yeah. Are there hard yeah. days, though?
1: Um, th- There is those difficult days, just like, you know, your everyday life um, when it comes to, to working with people in the public. Um, yeah. But other than that, you know, I love working with the animals, and, and you get to meet a lot of interesting people, too.
0: Oh, so. I bet. I mean, yeah. I can imagine some interesting situations as well in oh, the yeah. position that you're in. Oh, yeah. So what is something that... um. Doing this job before we get into like other questions going through the process of calling animal services. Uh, but what is something in this job that you? really really like like something every day you're like i enjoy doing this this is why i stay around
1: i i the the biggest thing that i enjoy actually with this job is actually seeing people you know um as far as when you're bringing pets back to them they're redeemed back with their owner um the satisfaction of them actually being like oh thank you very much you know it's and, and helping out the community is the bigger thing that i enjoy also um not so much into the enforcement side but more into like the community outreach kind of helping them and that's, that's what I enjoy doing. Helping Absolutely. People, so
0: I love that. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about maybe some things, um, what not to do, what to do. Uh, I can imagine just in the past, I know Sarah was reminding us on Friday, kind of, this is a year end recap of what has happened in Santa Rosa County. And it was two, uh, situations with hoarding animals, and so were you a part of those um, um, I, cases? On the
1: two that we got, I, I call it the cases on both of them. Uh, you're referring to, I guess, the Gulf Breeze one and then another one that was out. So is that the correct? Yes. Um, yeah, uh, not to touch on it too much, but, um, you know, this this woman actually was trying to help out animals. She, uh, she couldn't get the funding for it. She wanted to take care of them. She didn't have the means of it, and it kind of fell through. So we yeah. kind of stepped in and intervened, and it got to where it was too much for, for the woman. To, to take care of it, but we, we kind of got it in the right direction. We took care of the animals. We got them adopted out and fostered out, and they're in a much better lifestyle and a much better place right now.
0: I can so, imagine. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good segue, I guess. Right. Um, just talking about community members, and if you have a question as well, 437-1620, drop it in our text line. I'm Jenna Barr, and uh, I'll make sure Adam gets those questions. But it's a good segue going into the do's and do nots of calling animal control and animal services. And I guess this is across the board, whether you're in Escambia or Santa Rosa County or anywhere, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's just the common questions people always call in. Hey, I've lost my animal or hey, I've got this I've got this problem with a neighbor um, with their animal. What what do we do? Um, how do we return it to the owner kind of stuff. That's the more common questions that we get. So. Okay.
0: Well let's start with one. Uh so we see I call them the happy Wanderers, the little strays, right? <laughs>
1: right. Because mm-hmm. there
0: are strays, and then there's ones that got far away from home, and there's ones right. that have been abandoned, and then there's ones that, you know, things just have happened, right? We really don't right. know every situation. I mean, if dogs could talk, they'd have some secrets to share. Know, they'd have
1: some great stories. I right? Can out, <laughs> okay, <sure.
0: laughs> So let's talk about <laughs> strays. Um, really, what do you do when you see a stray and you're like, I think that dog needs to be picked up? I mean, what are some
1: yeah, protocols? Um, kind of the first motions for, for most people mostly these days would be, you know, check on Facebook, lost and found. That's the first, you know, thing people do when they pick up their phones. They go in, they look in, hey, where did this dog come from? Maybe I can check it on, on Facebook, lost and found for your area. Um, another thing would be, you know, call, call animal control, see if we can get somebody out there to scan it. Maybe it has a microchip. Um, the good thing about that is, is you know, we'll come out and scan it, and we can reunite the dog or the animal um, with the owner instead of having to take it to the shelter Mm -hmm. and doing the process here and it sits for a couple days, it's automatically we do that out in the field. So it's a little bit easier process and it it gets it back to their owner quicker. So instead of them being stray or being stuck at a certain place for a certain amount of time. Right.
0: And it probably keeps your uh, kennels.
1: Yeah. Intake ratio. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. The
0: intake down. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what about You know, the idea where you just mentioned check the lost and found. But my idea is always this dog is wandering. There was either a fence left open. They can't really be that far from home. Is it dangerous to put them in your car Um, and drive around?
1: I would definitely assess the dog. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Like Um,
0: assessing if it's a dangerous dog or not. How do you really like, what do you, you like put your
1: they're just, please No, to you, <laughs> like, <laughs> no I, I wouldn't stick your hands out at first. I would definitely look at the dog, kind of observe it and see, you know, what kind of, of action the dog's taking. Obviously if it's, you know, the hair on the back is sticking straight up, tails out or something, it sh- it'll show obvious signs, barking, aggression, you know? Um, you know, if it's, if it's a playful dog, it'll come up to you, wag and tail, whole body, you know, you know, the obvious signs of it being a friendly animal. Um, I would call right there on the scene, you know, before picking it up, putting it in and transporting it anywhere, I would call. Um, Hey, we've got this animal. We picked it up on the side of the road. We don't know whose it is. It's a very friendly dog. Or on the other hand, hey, we have an aggressive dog. Can you get out here as soon as possible and see what we can do for it? So,
0: right. Fido's out here. I actually just remembered a story while you were talking. Uh, It was probably a few years ago, right before I started here. Yeah, so a couple years ago, and I was driving to a local coffee shop here in Pensacola right down the road here right. and so I was cutting through a neighborhood and I have found so many stray dogs in this neighborhood all, all over the place in oh. fact whenever I'm on the phone with my mom I find a stray dog and so I tell her I can't find I can't be on the phone with you if I'm busy because I don't have time to stop when I'm right. busy right <laughs> right it's just kind of how it but but I drove by and there was a dog wandering in the street it was a little like chihuahua pug mix of, and wearing a little dress so obviously has an owner And so I hopped out. I'm like, walk right up to it. Wants to get into the car and be best friends. And I mean, it was a busy, busy back road, like a cut through road. And so I'm like, all right, you get in the car and we'll drive and see if we can find your owner as long as you don't get hit by a car on this road. And somebody came running out of the house, like down the street screaming, that's my dog. Don't (laughs) you take my dog. He's on his walk. Don't take my dog. He's on his walk. And I was like, well, and I was like, why'd she say he? he's wearing a dress? I was like, well, she's. (laughs) She's out in the middle of the road. What are you talking about? That dog's not a girl. His name is Oliver. Right. I was like, this is the most confusing situation I've ever been in. <laughs> I mean, I can guarantee you probably have situations. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the best ones are like, hey, I, I didn't know it was a leash law area. And the sign's right in front of their house. Oi, they. And you're, you're sitting there staring. And I'm like,
0: yeah. Well, we just
1: saw you last week, too. We talked about this last <laughs> we week. We just,
0: Adam, yeah. it's so. like, we- We had this conversation. We had this. That's amazing. Hey, I want to continue this conversation and talking about a little bit more about the steps to returning the animal to its owner. Um, Really the appropriate steps. We'll run through that. And then talking about community cats. I know um, that that is kind of an issue. We're going to be in the warmer seasons before we know it. But just kind of preparing for that. If we have a community cat issue, I can name a, a place specifically off of Woodbine in Santa Rosa (laughs) County where all my friends who live out there complain about the community cats and they don't know what to do so I'm going to record this and send this to them All right. so we have Adam here this morning with Santa Rosa County Animal Services with Animal Control we are talking about not only keeping your pets safe of course and returning pets to their owners as soon as possible but really what to do and when to call Animal Control we hate to see them overwhelmed in the shelter but also with Animal Control they're out and about all over the place in Santa Rosa County and all of our counties, so we want to keep them safe this holiday season if you would like to text in a question 437-1620.
2: With zero down payment, zero due do-it signing, zero first month payment, you'll have zero reasons to miss your chance to save at the Volkswagen Signed and Drive event. Going on now at Piedmore Imports. Sign then drive a 2023 Volkswagen Taos and see how zero down, zero do do-it signing, and zero first month payment add up to more value in this sporty VW crossover from Piedmore Imports. Or with zero down, zero first month payment, and zero due do-it signing, Sign, then drive the 2023 Volkswagen Tiguan. The SUV with a third row and plenty of room to get you where you're going. But first, get to Piedmore Imports during the Volkswagen Sign and Drive event and see how all those zeros add up to one of the best Volkswagen leasing events of the year. Piedmore Imports. They're not in Car City, so you won't pay Car City prices. Piedmore Imports, 103 New Warrington Road includes tax, title, license options, and dealer fees for highly qualified customers through Volkswagen credit. Costello's Butcher Shop and Deli is now taking your orders for the holidays. At Costello's, you'll find a variety of lamb, turkey, beef, tenderloins, and hams. From the best steak cuts to exotic meats, Costello's has it all for a happy holiday season. You'll find a great selection of wine and wine tasting every Saturday from 11 until 2. Desserts like cannolis, pies, cheesecakes, and Italian family hospitality. It's all at Costello's, now hiring for all positions. It's Costello's Butcher Shop and Deli, a great place to meet up and wine all you want. On the west side of Pensacola,
0: looking for unique and one-of-a-kind gift ideas for this holiday season look no further prim and proper an extraordinary boutique nestled in gulf breeze proper has unique gift ideas for everyone on your list local vendor art custom engraving personalized and coastal ornaments and even gifts for your pets prim and proper has gifts for everyone including yourself prim and proper is located in your neighborhood walmart shopping center in gulf breeze proper and online at primandproper.com. Kristen Longley of Impact 100 Pensacola Bay Area, a women's philanthropic organization. Since 2004, Impact 100 has awarded over $15 million, with 100% benefiting nonprofit organizations in our community.
1: Ladies 18
0: years of age, if you're interested in joining our community focus group, please attend a meet and mingle event. For details, visit Impact100Pensacola.org.
2: Stream us online at NewsRadio923.com or download the News Radio Pensacola app.
0: Listening to News Radio 923. I'm Jenna Barr. Good morning to you. Thanks for hopping into our text line. I'd love hearing from you. Um, okay, let's we'll try to get through our conversation. I really want to talk about the reunification of pets with their owners this holiday season. And of course, adopt, don't shop. Please, please, please. But um, what about, let's see, a little bit of a story from our friend Lisa. I called about an aggressive Uh, actually a couple of aggressive dogs in our neighborhood and was asked what the address of the owners was, which I did not know, told the woman. They got out all the time and are dangerous. I've had this in my neighborhood. It's a little scary, I will say. And Adam Pennell is here this morning with animal control. He's our expert. Um, I was told without the address, they can't come out to the neighborhood. How do I take care of this situation?
1: Um, the first thing we do once we come out there and we pick up the dogs, make sure everybody's the public safe, make sure everybody in the neighborhood's safe, um, we'll impound the dogs to our vehicles, um, and then sometimes we'll do uh, what's called door-to-door. We should uh, knock on some of the doors maybe around the neighborhood or from the caller to see if maybe this is their dogs that got out. Um, yeah. and check with people, you know, that's in the neighborhood as we go out. Um, if we're, you know, if we can't get an owner at that time, we'll take them, you know, do the whole process there, take them back to the shelter and then post them as quickly as possible. Um, usually if it's an address that we, we don't have or suspect, we'll leave what is called a notice on their front door. Um, and it's it's pretty much telling them, hey, we've got animals that might be fitting the description of your, you know, of what you own. Um, we, we took them to animal. Um, services and we did an intake on them. We have them there just to call us and see what about getting them, redeeming them. So
0: Okay. Alright. Well it is a, probably a good idea to keep an eye out as well. Just keep an eye out on your neighborhood. I do oh, yeah. want to talk about the reunification process. You kind of just mentioned a little bit mm-hmm. of it um, and trying to return the animal. Obviously microchipping is the number one way to microchip and stay up to date oh, with all the information. Yeah. But oh, yeah. if you don't have microchip how
1: does that even work um usually if there's no microchip and stuff like that and you you look for a tag on the dog if there's no tag and obviously you go back to you know you're on first base again you got to go take the dog back to the shelter and do the whole process there and then they have to hop on and see if it's there and then we'll post it also to facebook lost and found, okay. under you know our uh, our website to see you know maybe somebody had lost the dog or looking for it sure um with no identification it's kind of harder to figure out where the animal's at because there's no yeah. address. We well, Usually with callers, if they don't have the tag, they may have like a stamp on the collar saying um, dogs are on by such and such. This is the address. This is where I live here, and usually it's on there. But um, if it has no information, it's a little bit harder to type a redeem. I guess you'd mm-hmm. have to go through the whole process of calling us. Hey, do you have our animal here fit in this description? Right. Um, if not, you know, check in Facebook and see if maybe it's on there updated. So.
0: And get to know your neighbors. Mm-hmm. I say for sure that helps oh, a ton absolutely. is getting yeah. to know your neighbors. And if they have animals, I mean, if you're new to a neighborhood, it does take a little bit longer, right? Oh, yeah. But it does help a ton to get to know your neighbors um i will say i wanted to talk i mean we, we kind of touched on that we're running out of time um but can you tell me about this hometown heroes adoption program what is that
1: oh yeah it is a, a definite shout out to our brothers in blue it's our um program it's, it's designed for first responders which is police ems um firefighters and then all you know emergency dispatchers and such um it's pretty much up to two pets. For adoptions, we're waiving all fees for them. So when they come in to adopt, all the fees are waived um, up to two animals. Um, so they can come in, show identification, and they can they can redeem their their uh, forever furry pet. So, I love that. Yep.
0: That is so, so awesome. Oh yeah. I want to see everybody have a furry pet. I know mm-hmm. some people, their lifestyle just doesn't allow it. Right. Uh, but I do love seeing more and more and I love that you guys honor, um, of course, all of the first responders by doing something like that and allowing them to have a little extra love in their life. Mm-hmm. It does make a difference. Um, as a dog person. Yes. I'm just, I'm just very grateful. I've been, um, I've had so much self-control. I don't have 14 dogs and 20,000 goats (laughs) at this point in my Uh, life. Okay. So before we take another break, um, what other services does animal control provide?
1: Um, As far as with our our field operations division, which what we do, what I do, um, we try to do community outreach and we try to educate the public as much as possible on animals. As far as redemption, like we talked about. Also, you know, we... We do a variety of services as far as, you know, helping, you know, nuisance complaints in the neighborhood. Maybe you have a, a neighbor that has an animal that's, that barks a lot. You know, they want to, what can we do? What steps can we do? What's a bark collar, shot shock collar? Um, you know, injured animals, you know, just call us, let us know. We'll take the injured animal um, to the appropriate place to get medical attention as, as quick as possible. Um, and the biggest thing is is promoting pet ownership and educating them on that, you know, mm-hmm. hey, you know, your animals, you need to be in your, on your property, you know, not to be out and about, you don't want to cause an accident, Right. you know, you don't want anybody to get bit. Cause um, that's that's a lot here lately. <laughs> so um,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. So that's that's the biggest thing. We just want to do more of a, a community outreach on helping, you know, the citizens of the county and get them educated. Okay,
0: so, excellent. If somebody would like to go online and get more information or contact y'all to ask direct questions, is there a direct number? A great way to contact? Yeah, you call and your
1: team? call our uh, main our main number. Also, they can go to um, animal services website for Santa Rosa County, um, and they can send in any anything that they have questions on or anything that may need help on or something that's ongoing that they have issues for and we can we can help direct them to the right place and help them out as far as we can so
0: excellent all right i'm gonna get that number for you add it to our podcast page newsradio 92.3.com i'm jenna Bart. let's take a quick break before we wrap things up this hour
2: whether you're looking for a new tankless water heater or you need help with a plumbing problem right away the pros at air design are here to help We won't try to sell you on something you don't need, and we'll be honest about the pricing. Plus, there's never an extra fee for those after-hours emergencies.
0: When you need a plumbing pro or HVAC technician that you can trust, one who will do the job right and be there the next time you
2: need us. Call 202 Cool, night or day. Air Design Systems is on the way. It's a new day because COVID vaccines just got a big update. So all the big stuff coming up this fall? Well, now you can say, you bet I'll be there. Because updated COVID vaccines protect against both the original COVID virus and Omicron. And everyone five and older can get one. So this is a moment we've all been waiting for. Find
0: updated COVID vaccines at vaccines.gov. We can do this. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.
2: Hi, I'm Terrence A. Gross. As many of you know, I am a local board-certified personal injury lawyer, and I have practiced in this community for almost 40 years. Our law firm handles only people that have been injured due to the negligence of another. Join me this Wednesday at 10.30 on Pep Talk as we discuss all aspects of personal injury law. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3, AM 1620. This message is sponsored by the Florida a University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Are you curious about marijuana? Florida a and University established the Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, also known as Mary, to educate the public about medical marijuana use, as well as the detrimental health and social impacts of unlawful marijuana use on local communities. Find out more at mmeri.famu.edu. When you listen to News Radio 92.3 on Saturdays, you get the Garden Line Encore at nine. At home with Gary Sullivan at ten. Swan Capital at one. And let's go Pensacola at four.
0: so much for hanging out with me this morning we have another hour left here on the Pensacola expert panel and I want to thank Santa Rosa County for sending Adam to just teach us a little bit more about animal control and how to reunify when to call what to do if you would like to ask further questions 850 983 excuse me I'll have that number up shortly on our podcast page thank you again Adam
2: Local talk during the day with Jenna Barr, 9 to 11, is on. News Radio 92.3, WNRP, Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola. You know, if you,
1: you want to walk on the sidewalk on the street and, and smoke a cigarette, that's not what we're talking about here. What we're saying is inside a city park. Um, and so, I, you know,
2: I I just, my stance is... There's-